0: All right, welcome to the Rise Up with Machoyas podcast. My name is Jonah Mitchell. I'm
1: Hannah Montoya.
0: And together we are the Machoyas. And if this is the first time you ever heard of us, we are a health and fitness uh, nutrition coaching business. And this is our podcast where we help make everything about health and fitness, not just the calories, not just the exercise, and fit together into your life. Would it be uh, fitness, nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, all the things that encapsulate it. And we want to make it all make sense for you. So in today's episode, I think it's going to be really exciting because it's a bit impromptu. It was about uh, Hannah had told me a story about her own limiting beliefs and 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 the, everything that she's been able to discover over just her own documentation of 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 her journey and just her life in general. And I was like, man, this just sounds a lot like what people go through on their weight loss journey. And and there's a lot more growth. In, involved when you're just documenting and paying attention to other things other than the scale. So I think it was, it's going to be a very valuable uh, episode for you, and, and you're going to want to listen to the end because we're gonna give you a lot of valuable ideas and tips towards helping you kind of identify where you struggle on, on the limiting belief sides and we'll definitely explain these a little bit more so that you can start figuring out where the gaps in your health and fitness journey are so you can start plugging them in so without further ado because i just like riffing uh i'm just gonna let hannah kind of take over kind of lay the foundation and uh, and,
1: and yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs>
0: i need water now i'm thirsty
1: Um, yeah, so the story Jonah was referring to is that, um, the other day he walked in and he saw me journaling, and I was like super into it. (laughs) I was like,
0: run away, get away from (laughs) there, right now.
1: Um, but it was because I found this article that I had printed off and kept since my sophomore year of college, which if you guys know me, you know, like I've, I've been into like self-development journaling, meditating, reading since high school. Um, I don't know. I think my dad is a life coach, so that might be why, um, that helps. <laughs> and, and so I kind of have been, like you said, documenting my journey for quite some time now, which I was never intended. I always just like, I don't really want to throw away a journal, and I don't want like anyone else to read it, so I'm just gonna (laughs) hold on to it and stash it somewhere. Some (laughs) random
0: strangers going through your garbage, like Hannah Montoya's (laughs) (laughs) journal.
1: so I've always just kept them. And so now we have like a full bookshelf of just like filled out journals which Jonah's are being added to that. I said Jonah only fills them out like halfway. Okay, and then all right. Yeah,
0: you know what? Chill out. I've gotten a lot better. But
1: not as still I like I'm still all back to into- i like Billy's album. Yeah, before I open another one. I've, I've,
0: I lose them all the time yeah.
1: apparently. Um, so I was going through because we just moved and so I was kind of going through some boxes and uncovering a lot of like my past journals I found a couple of Jonah's from 2018 when you had just started it was like your very first my journal. very
0: first journal um,
1: yeah. and, story about that yeah yeah and so I pulled out this article that I had printed off and saved and it says how to um, dismantle your limiting beliefs and that I remember that being like the first time I ever really, was aware of what like limiting beliefs even were. And I still like I'm still learning about them. And I think there's still a lot of science coming out about it. But um I, I uncovered this article. I was like, you know what, I've kept it for this long. I think I'm just gonna give it a quick read. It's not, it's not very long. So I started skimming through this article and it brought back like so many memories. And I had actually jotted notes. I didn't even know it, but like on the back of the article I have been jotting notes and um, at the time I was like working through a lot of the limiting beliefs that I had in a relationship. So it was when Joan and I were first like getting serious in college, um, I was going through some like deep down like childhood trauma with abandonment issues, even if like, you know, like just that weird separation because, you know, my mom passed away when I was really young. So it's so cool to like go back and see my notes kind of processing all of that. Um, but it also kind of let me, open the open the gate to continuing to work on that limiting beliefs but i still do have them and i think it's something that you're never going to just be like okay well i don't have any more limiting beliefs i'm perfect now that would be
0: nice <laughs>
1: yeah it would be nice it's <laughs> like you just practice it for a month and then you're like good to go but that's not really the case so um so i was sitting there like journaling and practicing through this with jonah and you know uncovered a lot of different stuff like figuring out like holy crap, like I've been working a lot in like scarcity. And even though I am so, so, so very passionate about our business and about helping men and women take back their health through health and fitness, or take back their lives through health and fitness, even though I'm so, so deeply passionate about it, I find that I am very fearful when it comes to going for in business. Like we are still pretty new. i you this, say
0: going forward? Going
1: forward. Going, like going for, for it, yeah, okay. going for the next level, okay. you know. Um, and so we've had this business still new, like for two years now, like maybe three if you count that first year, <laughs> not <laughs> knowing what the hell it was. But <laughs> I was just doing things to do them, we had no plan. Weights into a car, oh meeting up God. with clients at parks. <laughs> oh, so difficult. Uh, so I was just was like uncovering a lot of my own living beliefs around, like, you know almost fear of success, which sounds so dumb, <laughs> but uh, it, it was, and it was something that's like, okay, well, I realize that I do kind of have an aversion to success because I'm not that familiar with it. Like we, you know, struggle with the RV. We have struggled a lot, like trying to make it on our own. And so I'm like, deep down, I believe I'm good at struggle. You know, like I can expect and predict struggle. And it just doesn't serve me anymore. Like I, I can't be successful if all I think I'm going to be is struggling. And so that really led me down to the path of like figuring out where that, that fear comes from, like where I came from and I'm, I'm still working on it. I think it's going to take a while, but that kind of led me to comparing that to other areas of my life too, such as my health and fitness. And it actually reminded me of a client that we worked with little while she was super sweet like so dedicated she had been through a lot in her life um you know she is she's a mom to i think four kids and her husband works a ton and she she was she came into our environment like ready for a change like she had spent like hundreds of dollars on this meal replacement shape thing company and she had tried everything under the sun to lose weight. And she was like, I am tired. Like, I want my energy back. I want my life back. I want my body back. And she came to us and she worked with us in our accelerator program for weeks, And she had phenomenal results. Like she was losing weight. She was feeling better. Like things were going amazing. And then when she was continuing on in our one-on-one program, that's when things started to kind of flip and, you know, like missing calls not replying um weight back up and and we're like okay well what what's going on here like what's the issue and we're trying to like cover down and dig deep down into what is the issue um and she she decided like hey this isn't a good time for me right now i need to focus on my family and we're like okay you know no hard feelings but it really that that scenario really stuck in me and I think it's because of a lot of the inner work I've been doing because I was like I don't understand like she was getting these insane results she was you know had her energy back she you know we were getting her to her goal and it was working so why is it that that she wasn't able to follow through with us and I had remember that conversation I had with her like right like two weeks into when she was starting her accelerator program Mm -hmm. when she was talking about how she's the only overweight one in her family and and that she's always been known as I'm going to say the fat one like even though I don't like well, describing something I, like, it's
0: but. it's using her words it
1: was yeah it was right? her words like, I'm the fat one of the family yeah
0: you know? and yeah so anyway go on sorry
1: <laughs> and I remember that conversation with her because she was saying like yeah my parents are healthy like everyone in my family is like and they always tease me like oh there goes so-and-so getting her second plate like you know if you have leftovers give it to her she'll clear the plate and like she was just always always identified and teased for being the overweight one of her family and and that conversation really stuck with me after thinking like what did we do wrong (laughs) because I realized that like because she was losing weight and because she was Becoming a different person. She wasn't, she was becoming, she was no longer becoming that fat one of her family. She was becoming a fit one. And I think that is what triggered her to want to quit because she didn't know who she was if she wasn't the fat one.
0: I think that's a really good point, especially how you tie it in with what we all experience because ultimately, anytime we change, like you have to, things are going to be different. And this Mm -hmm. is something that resonates a lot with me is like, it's not only Like, yes, calories in versus calories out. Like, the only way to lose weight is calorie deficit. What the fuck ever. Like I I, I understand that. But there's certain criteria you have to fit into before you can ever successfully go through a calorie deficit. And a lot of these issues come up with identity issues. Like, if you still see yourself as someone who is out of shape and overweight and cannot succeed, you will subconsciously sabotage every aspect, even if you are feeling successful. We've done it to ourselves as, as, as relationships. in in our business like it's all it's all correlated because not there's this is why i love talking about this stuff i I love hearing your story about this this kind of stuff because we live in the information age there's if you can if you want to figure out something google's there you can figure out everything that you want to figure out but we still have two-thirds of the population in the u.s overweight or obese Hundreds of millions of people who struggle with with, with gut issues, hormonal imbalances, just due to stress in their lives, right? We don't actually know how to take care of ourselves because we don't know how to be that person that does take care of ourselves. We all think that, like, the weight was gone, all of our problems would be gone, right? But if I snap my fingers and you lost all the weight that you wanted to lose, would all your problems go away? No, you still have a problem with, you still have a terrible relationship with yourself, with your food, and you'd probably be like every, almost every person who wins the lottery. They end up right back where they, where they where they started. They spent all the money because they didn't identify. They don't identify with someone who has money.
1: You that's have a good to, example. So they identified as someone who's poor, yeah. And if you give a poor person a bunch of money, they're going to continue to. They're going to spend it so they can go back to being poor.
0: Unknowingly,
1: yeah. It's not and, that's just who they are. Yeah, you know?
0: and that's the funny. And the, the funny thing is, we don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's and this is something that I, I love, especially when. Like I'll have a client who's like struggling emotionally, and they're like, "I don't, I don't want to bring this to you because you're you're a fitness guy." It's like most of my conversations with my clients are not about fitness and nutrition. Yeah. Like ninety-eight percent of them <laughs> are not about fitness and nutrition. It's about how you see yourself, how you are getting in your own way, and this. Like I, I read it; it was in a good book uh, called "Unfuck Yourself." Fantastic title, but. 80 to 90% of the thoughts the things we do are habitual and subconscious. 10% 10 10 to 20% of your day you're not actively making a decision. It's just on automatic repeat, right? And that's why it's uh like 80 to
1: 90%. It's over it's 90 to 95%. 90%. Completely subconscious meaning that like you're not actively choosing to make that decision. It's like
0: it's just on repeat. It's like repeat. did you
1: ever find yourself like bored and just like open the fridge yeah so it's like you didn't consciously like say i'm hungry i'm going to get food but just because like it's always on that autopilot yeah to do that when you're bored and just go get food right
0: and that's the funny thing is like you think you hear that and you're like there's no fucking way In hell i'm not making active decisions every day but like start thinking about it right how often do you hate thinking about things it's like i can't wait to stop thinking about what i have to eat right and there's a reason why you, that that's the way because our brain is making millions of decisions for us on a regular basis if you felt everything your body's feeling all the time that'd be incredibly overwhelming
1: because, like think about like a good example is think about the first time you're learning how to drive a car like the first time you're behind a wheel oh man and it was like your time to shine and your, your parent or your sibling or whatever is in the passenger seat telling you what to do and you were like eyes on the road like <laughs> hyper focused like Here's the blinker. Oh my God, there's a car coming. And you were so very, you were making conscious decisions because it was new. You're learning it. You're building those neural connections. And now you don't think twice about it. You're probably like eating French fries oh, or man. I see people like putting on makeup while they're driving. I see
0: people like putting sauce on the burrito as they're driving yeah. with their knee and shifting in their manual a. car. Jonah does
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> I will be doing that. And that's, that's the difference between a conscious and a subconscious action. And that adds up.
0: It does. Yeah. And so when it comes to ident- identifying the identity shift that you struggle with when it comes to. Like, like the the, the client uh, the client story Hannah was t- talking about like she didn't say any of this mm-hmm. this is all speculation on our end because of how many people we've worked with in the past and our own personal development so you know like like we want you to take this this, this conversation and really like start thinking like is is all are am I actually acting in the way I, I know I can be or am I acting in the way I, I always have right? More information isn't necessarily going to make you make the, the quote unquote, right decision, right? It's more along the lines of like to actually start shifting and changing the identity of someone who is successful with their, with their weight loss that can sustain results. It's not just losing the weight. It's understanding how that version of you acts to keep the weight off.
1: Exactly. Because we say this to everyone you have to be prepared for this weight loss because weight loss isn't just about looking different. You're going to become a different person. Yeah, You're going to identify differently based off of how you feel and how you look. You have to be prepared for that mentally. And that's what we take a lot of our clients through because then we'll get other clients who are losing the weight really quick. And they're like, I'm not ready to be this person. I don't know who this person is. I don't know who I am without being overweight, you know? And so that's really what reminded me of the story and a big sign of like, do I have this limiting belief is ask yourself, imagine yourself having your dream body right now. Like it might seem great, but like if you actually step in to being that, like think about how your family or your friends would feel and another, uh, or how they would talk to you. And another good way of asking yourself to see if you have this limiting belief is how close have you been to getting your goal and then something comes up or like some kind of sabotage or you start binging again or you start taking fights with your family, with your husband, because you're getting close to what you want, but you don't actually believe in your ability to get it. Therefore, you very, very subconsciously ruin it so that you can stay in your comfort zone of who you already are.
0: And again, and it's all unknowing, right? Like we blame a lot of external circumstances, people, time, finances on our lack of success, but it's just like, like what, what you said earlier uh, about where, where you were at, where you, you've gotten so used to um, um, struggle and, 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 and a bit of chaos, right? oh we might have to go outside. <laughs> uh, so, and then you got used to that struggle and success is something that we're not used to. And as humans, God damn us, <laughs> for, for all, all the things that we are capable of, we still have this, this primal aspect of our mind that we're more terrified of the unknown than we are of the known, even if the known is uncomfortable. And there was a, there's a study, uh, one of my one of my coaches talked about, it's like, um, oh my goodness, I'm not going to remember the actual percentage, but it was like a hundred people were shown two doors. And one door had a hundred percent chance of being a a worse situ- or a bad situation, just on the other side. That's what, they, that's what they didn't know what it was. They just assumed it was a bad situation. And the other door was a 5% chance of a better situation. Most people, I think it was 98, 99 of the 100 people chose the door that had a 100% chance of having a worse situation than the 5% chance of a better situation. For the predictability. For the predictability. And this is, this is we do this for a reason, it's a survival mechanism. It's because our brain wants to, uh, wants to know what's coming because it still thinks it's hunter-gatherer times or something's gonna kill us. It wants to know what's on the other side of the door so that it can expect, it, it can anticipate. So when we're trying to change our identity, we need to know like we're used to failing so often that we'll stay there. Success is unknown, success is scary. So we, we tend to avoid until we actually make the adjustments and, and learn how to step into that person who actually accomplishes our goals and is successful. Um that makes sense. Yeah. Ouch. Makes sense. Ouch. Awesome. So we have to end the episode a bit early because our puppy is not feeling good. <laughs> so uh I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let us know uh by leaving a review, sharing it with somebody, tag us both on social media at the Machoyas. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um
1: and we also have our Facebook group, the Total Mind and Body Transformation. It is full of our weekly trainings that we do um with our with our guests in there. With, so go ahead yeah. and join
0: that. Guests, all of our community members, super, super fun. So thank you so much for listening. Uh hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll see you on the next one.